everybody. Welcome to another episode of Movie Talks and Chill. We're your hosts. I'm Tony Serrato. I'm Gavin Butts. I'm Patrick Wall. And we have another uh, special guest star, returning guest. Uh, if you'd like to introduce yourself, sir. <laughs> well, if you don't know who I am, but I'm going to reintroduce myself. <laughs> I'm your boy, Big B. Um, I'm Brian Williams, um, the program director, one of the program directors for the Sunscreen Film Festival, uh, alongside uh, my, my good friend, Doug uh, Tinshart. And uh, it's been been awesome, you know, putting together yet again another great festival. Um, so I'm, yeah, I'm we're super excited, excited to come there. Oh, yeah, okay. yeah. Uh, I don't know if Doug actually spoke to you guys, but you know, definitely want you guys another day, uh, like ahead of time. Yeah, and and basically there for the whole weekend. Yep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We actually talked to him. Uh, it was a. Uh, uh, three or four ago? weeks, a little bit longer than that. Oh, okay. It must have been a few weeks ago, but he, he came back on. Actually, we needed a... Gavin had had some prior engagements, uh, so Doug came on and filled in for him. Oh, awesome. And got to talk a little bit about it, but there's always, I know as each week goes by, there's more and more information, so definitely we want to get all the updates from you guys and uh, of what's going on. They were thinking about replacing me because the ratings went up for the yeah. show. Yeah. Ooh, <laughs> I, hey, listen, I'm going to have to tell Doug that. That's going to blow up his head a little yeah. bit. Yeah. <laughs> um, well, we can't afford Doug. Yeah. 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 I work for beer. <laughs> <laughs> Who doesn't work yeah. for beer? Right? You know, that's I work that's so that's I can afford thing. beer. Yeah, but he, he works for like Natty Light. Yeah. So it's, it's really easy. Yeah. It's like six bucks and getting drunk. The amount of money I've made off from this podcast, I'm working for Natty Natty Light, yeah. Natty Light, man, oh my god! Like, hey, at least it wasn't old Milwaukee. Yeah, okay. <laughs> I haven't. Oh man, I haven't seen that since like high school. Uh, right, exactly. Like, wow. Yeah, <laughs> that thing's been around for a long time. It has. Mm-hmm. When, when did it come out? Oh God, uh, I I couldn't even tell you. I mean, as long as I've been around, I probably, think, probably the early eighties. Yeah, hitting yeah. that. Yeah, because Jeez. it wasn't. It wasn't. Uh, <clears throat> I don't know. I want to. I want. I want to say early eighties when I. Yeah, because like, like old Milwaukee's best Schlitz, those used to be all the more the staple. Yeah, yeah. especially in or actually when uh, perhaps perhaps blue, blue ribbon, ribbon yeah. wasn't even like a big thing. Now it's like some kind of champagne of beer now. Yeah, apparently. Oh, geez, I don't know yeah. how it transitioned from that to this. But I, I know a bunch of farmers from Virginia that still <clears throat> yeah. that, drank, <laughs> drank that before it was cool. Well, I remember. <laughs> I, yeah, just in high school, just uh, if you wanted to go to the party, it was that Bud Light and uh, Cura's Light. Oh yeah, yeah. If you had, if you had, you know, a decent amount of money, we, we would always try teenager. to sneak in some yeah. bad dog yeah. twenty twenty. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, in college it was just get natty light and listen. Oh yeah, someone got a gas card money. We're yep. buying Bud Light tonight. Bud Light, yeah, yeah. yeah. Bud yep. Light, yep. That was, oh, that was I just it. Was <laughs> real quick. It's a little bit older than the late eighties, old Milwaukee. Okay, a lot older. Okay, the wow. first brewed beer for old Milwaukee was brewed in eighteen forty nine. What about natural light? When did yeah. that come out? Whenever wow. like, first sign of the apocalypse. <laughs> well, it does. It does say old Milwaukee. Yeah, like, <laughs> it didn't say new. Yeah, it's not the new Milwaukee. Well, while you're looking that up, so it's been almost a year since the sunscreen. That's yeah. coming up. So end of April, April 27th through the 30th, correct? Uh 27th to the 30th. Yep. Yeah. So uh, since then, uh, I think what we were talking about last year, we had about 7,000 people show up mm. for the attendance. Um, we broke our records last year. It was incredible. Um, literally, you know, we made top 100 film festival. And nice. with that being said, we are actually, we make up the 1% of all the festivals in the nation. Now, oh, granted, wow. the big boys are the ones that are in top 10. Yeah. yeah. You know, um, but I would love in the next five years to actually get to the top 10. Uh, to be a top 10 film festival mm-hmm. is amazing. 
you know, um, it gives you that notoriety that you actually need. Mm-hmm. And then it, it's also that calling card as far as like fundraising and, and you know, yeah. um, bringing in uh, bigger celebrities and yeah. stuff. It's like, oh, you're a top 10 festival. You know what? Let me just gravel at your feet and yeah. just come at with free tars because yeah. I just want to be there. Right. At you that know? point, you're not going to them. They're coming to you. Yeah. yeah. And, um, you know, the cool thing, you know, after last year, like, it was so... The, the, the mindset that we had after 20, I want to say 2018, 2019, um, you know, obviously leading up to that, we we did cater and reach out towards more of the bigger films mm-hmm. and some of the bigger celebrities. But we realized over the last couple of years is that um, with running the festival, a lot of the attendees, A, um, was able to get cheaper equipment. Mm-hmm. And um, the, I guess you want to say the, the groups uh, of new people who wanted to become filmmakers increase. So when you had that, you had a lot more high quality local guys who are actually pushing out the same quality as some of the bigger films. Yep. Mm-hmm. So it's like, wait a minute. Um, they're actually there to help and not promote what it is. What it is. Yeah, yeah. They actually bringing in uh, ticket sales because these guys are really like making this thing happen. You know, so um, so we after that after 2018, we were like, screw this! Like, I mean, we got we got guys in our backyard that are producing <laughs> the same quality. Why yeah. are we wasting our money and time mm. trying to? Now, don't don't get me wrong. If you are a celebrity, you want to come down to more than welcome. Like, yeah, yeah, come please cl- please come to sunscreen. But we realized that uh, we had our own kind of cool filmmaker group down here, and we were like, you know what, we're gonna cater to them. And ever since then, um, our campaign is basically the Cool Kids Club. Yep. We are a filmmakers, filmmaker festival um, for filmmakers by filmmakers. Yep. Yep. So that's our that's our slogan. <laughs> that's what we've been pushing over the last four years, and it has pushed us to the top one hundred because nice. of that. No, that's so. awesome, man. And and we we've uh, you know, over this past year, like since since we've been to the film festival, met you guys, and and, and had you guys on, uh, you know. I know that we, we always bring it up as much as possible, even if it's early on about the film festival, just to whatever kind of attention can be brought to it. Yeah. Um, and, you know, it, you kind of bring in what, like you said, you just want to cater and, and do everything. But we just, we had an interview uh, a week ago uh, by this, uh, she's a, an independent filmmaker. She's based out of LA. And don't ask me how we got hooked up with it. it ended up being like just ended up being a happy accident but we don't you love those they, they found us on spotify <laughs> like a, a pr thing found us on spotify listened to an episode and said hey uh can this person come and do a zoom thing so we had to do a zoom obviously we're not having the money to fly out to la and she's not coming over here yeah, but yeah, yeah. she was huge on <laughs> film festivals one of the things she said was she loves like she loves the big ones but she's like the smaller ones where it's where you see the people that really put their heart and soul into it yeah you know they're, they're trying harder it's kind of like a minor league you know, player in, in any kind of sport. You know, they try harder because they're trying to get to the big leagues. And so I mentioned that, and she's like, yeah. "Oh, I didn't, I didn't know they had anything in St. Pete." And I'm like, "Yeah, you should be. Yeah, if you're you in here next come. year, or if you want to submit something next year, if you just want to come down and check it out or whatever, we will take like, your film. Yep, yes. <laughs> come down. So, but she's actually super excited about it, and she's like, "Yeah, definitely. You know, if I if I get a chance, you know, I'll check it out." So um, we're trying to trying to help spread that word as well yeah. because oh, you know, thank you for that. Yeah, you know, we we saw it, and I mean. Like I said, me being in the past, having been part of the industry at some point, um, you know, I know what it's like. So it's exciting just to kind of like, you know, 
help out each other whenever we can. You know, it's all about just networking and promoting because that's the only way anybody gets bigger. It's like, I know we're going to talk about something a little bit. You said offline, we wanted to talk about online. Yeah. Um, you know, just about promotion. So, but that, that's the type of thing is like, you know, you people from over there and they say, oh, well, she knows Florida and she knows kind of the area, but she didn't know a film festival existed. And I use that actual, what that slogan was, you know, a film, you know, festival by filmmakers for filmmakers. And mm-hmm. she really loved that idea. Yeah. So she thought that was awesome. So Yeah. And you know what, though, <clears throat> as more people are moving to Florida, um, because this great state, amazing Florida man people that we have here. Yep. <laughs> you can't you can't get you know over the Florida man. That that's probably yep. the greatest thing that we ever came up with. Uh, but just the rich history mm-hmm. of films that have been produced out of here, hmm. it's a no brainer why you wouldn't want to move here to do a film. Yep. It really is. <clears throat> and not great like the thing is is that we are working on our infrastructure and you know getting more um, better in you know uh, finding more crews and mm-hmm. and getting the crews to be at that top tier level, but why not just jump in while while we're growing? Because here's the thing is it's like if you get in now uh, in the grassroots of things, we explode in the next mm-hmm. couple of years because yeah. I believe so. You know, um, you know it's just gonna be just uh, a, a be wave. A lot, yeah, it'd be a lot harder to get in once it once it becomes popular. Yeah, exactly. As opposed to now when it's just, you know, getting started. Yeah. Get in now. Exactly. <laughs> get in and now when it explodes, because you become a top dog. You yeah. become a top dog. Yeah. Uh-huh. Because yeah. the thing is, it's like everyone wants to move to the state where all the it's a big pond. But you need to get into a, a, a spot where you can be a big fish in a little pond. Yep. Because then when that pond grows, mm-hmm. then you are already mm-hmm. exactly. <laughs> you're already racking in all the projects that you are trying to acquire. Yep. Mm-hmm. You know, and now you're the go to guy because you're like, Oh, well, you're the you're the big guy here. You you worked on this project and that project. How can you help me? Yeah. You know, the one thing about sunscreen is that um we we focus on a lot of education and um that's another thing I want to speak about. It's like if there's any student um, within uh, junior or senior of your uh, high school years, uh, you can actually apply for our summer camp. This summer camp is basically like a boot camp before you go to film school. Mm-hmm. And a lot of students who actually came out of this program have out of been, you know, now they're you know, actresses and actors or they're working for major studios. Nice. And, you know, uh, until last year, I finally got a chance to, like, uh, go through the uh, summer camp alumni list. Mm. And when you look at them, they're on IMDb. They're, they're doing pretty good. Nice. And I was like, wow, like, wait a minute. Like, we had this program this whole time. <laughs> I'm just not finding out about it. So that's another thing I want to push is mm. that we have. Uh, I'm, I'm finalizing the dates for it right now. We're working with... Uh, Tony Armour, the mm-hmm. uh, the founder of the of the festival, yeah. I'm working with him right now to kind of get those dates and information about okay. it. But uh, as soon as I get there, uh, I'll be able to you know spread that out to you guys, and Absolutely. you guys can mm-hmm. push that on your pr- platform. Yeah, man. But um, yeah. So summer camp is 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 a great uh, investment for students, and um, if you are a high school student, you definitely want to check this out, and it's very fun and, and entertaining. Nice. Awesome. And actually, what's really cool about that, and I'm sure with, with all the schools, but I know, you know, 
my my school because I was born and raised here, so I went to Largo High. Okay. Largo High became one of those. I can't remember what the actual program is like, not like magnet program, but one I of those believe. where where yeah. you can start getting like college course, but a very specific niche. Yeah. And they do. I believe Largo is one of the ones that has like with the film program type mm-hmm. thing. So you know that's something that. I'd even be happy to go down there and be like, well, hey, things you know, may have changed since the Dust Bowl era. Hey, you know, like, <laughs> it hadn't been that long ago yet. It was right before the 2000s. How was the invention of the train? Did that just blow was, your mind? It was wonderful. <laughs> <laughs> the light bulb came out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you can finally see in the dark. Yeah. Hey, I helped Edison figure that one yeah. out. Yeah. And then he cut you out. The yeah. 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 You, mean, you, you mean you helped him steal it from Tesla? Yeah. 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 Pretty much. Yeah. Such a thief. Yeah, but I mean that's that's you know type those type <laughs> things you know spread the word out there and just you know the local schools and everything. You I'll, know, I'll be that. more than happy to to go out there with you. Yeah, man. Yeah, and I still know. I think I still know a few people there that still are actually work. Yes, some people still work there. You know, they're not dead yet. No, I, mean, I was just asking if it was you know still legally safe for you to be within that. You know, Three hundred feet of the school. Yeah, yeah. yeah, the court case got closed out, so we're good. <laughs> All right, moving on. <laughs> I'll tell you that story. I'll tell you this story. <laughs> so that's awesome. That's a great program. Um, is there any other programs that are currently going on or, or continuing from the festival? I know you guys do a bunch of workshops there. There's a bunch of panels that happen. Uh, is there anything specific you want to touch on with what's going on this year with that? No, uh, we did lock down someone huge, but I can't really talk about it. I got that, you, got But you. yeah, um, something that I, I really believe that a lot of people are going to get excited about. Okay. Um, I'm actually excited about this particular person. So, well, I'm bringing yeah. my autobiograph book now. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, yeah. So everyone, get ready. You know, bring your notebooks. Um, and it's just going to be a good time. I feel like so many people f- that uh, benefit from our uh, panels, mm. they just grow so much, especially the young guys. Like, man, I've I've actually seen some of the guys who continue to come over the last, like, I want to say, five years. They have gone on and started on production studios. Uh, these guys are producing their first, like, one guy, he produced his first feature last year. Okay. You know, and that's just for him coming to the festival, taking down notes, mm-hmm. and, and learning how to make his contacts. Uh, him and his wife, they went out, they made an investment, got, got their own equipment, and, you know, they they they're, they're killing it. You know, and, it, and, it, and like I told, I literally, I reached out to him about two weeks ago and I was like, Hey man, are you coming? You and your wife coming to sunscreen? He was like, Oh yeah, you bet you I'm, I'm coming out. And, um, he was like, yeah, thank you guys for continue to, you know, bring out, you know, um, uh, guest speakers. He said, we really love, uh, learning from, um, that department. And he was like, if it wasn't for the panels, uh, me and my wife wouldn't be doing what we're doing now. So that's an amazing story that, yeah. <laughs> that, that our our festival, our panels is actually help, help helping boost the economy in this field. That's so awesome. that's even yeah. more of a reason <laughs> to come to Sunscreen <laughs> exactly. yep. and sit down and learn at our panels. Like we are literally helping people find jobs yep. because yeah. we're instilling the knowledge for them to actually go out and apply for these jobs and get these positions or even go start their own company. Mm-hmm. You know, so you can tell that this this area, St. Pete, Clearwater, is very rich with talent and information. So, once again, if you're not doing anything, yeah. <laughs> uh, I got to plug this. If you're not doing anything on April 27th to April 30th, please, please, please come to the Sunscreen Film Festival. Hang out with the cool kids. Like, it's going to be it's gonna be incredible. 
at the Sundial. Yeah, at the Sundial. Yeah, downtown St. AMC Theaters at the Sundial. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, other than that, like just just come to our our, our panels. Um, they're always great, and uh, yeah, we just we just cool kicking it. We just yeah, having nice. a good time. That's yeah, awesome, man. I think I said this story when we were talking to Doug. But a buddy of mine, he's a local actor. He does stand up <coughs> comedy and he works in a local theater troupe. But he was at the we ran into him at the film festival, and I just kept running into him. He was always going towards the panel side. He didn't step one foot into go see a movie. He's yeah. like, nope, I'm here to help develop my craft, and I'm just yeah. going to go talk to those people. Yeah. Yeah, so that's the main objective of what we try to do is like instill the knowledge, go out and film, make better films. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, get your get your feet out there and, and just you know, if you fall, get yourself back up. You know, uh, develop like you said, develop your craft. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's all he was there to do. Yeah, I mean, and it's a great platform to do, and you got multiple days to do it too. It's nice that it's you know you got like four four solid days to get yeah. all that. You know, not just. You know, information, but also the networking portion of it. Yeah. Like, you know, you have plenty of time. You're not just trying to rush in, in a day or two and be like, here, let me get this. Either plug my film or, or you know, yeah. meet somebody or see a panel because then, you know, these things, you know, it goes on. But, you know, then you have all that other time and you can really spend the time maybe one day networking or a couple of days and one day really learning and one day, you know, just uh, showing off what you've done. You know, yeah. it, you know, whatever shape it takes, but. Uh, that's what I liked about it. And that's what I even told, you know, the other interviewee that we had, as I said, when I was talking about the film festival, I said, it's really cool. There's, it's just nothing but positive energy there. Mm-hmm. You know, no matter what tier they are, if they're a person who's done film for years, has been to Hollywood, has a major studio, or they're shooting it on their phone and doing their very first thing first and just thing. seeing what's going on. Yeah. Everybody's very supportive everybody's high energy about it everybody's like wow that's great or you know if there is a critique it's always that positive constructive you know criticism but yeah. it's like it's only there to they're saying it to make you better yeah. you know they're not trying to break you down they're saying hey listen this is good but it could be so much better if you do this this and this right. or you know just try some different things so i did enjoy that was i mean i enjoyed everything about it and you know yeah, definitely yeah, we had a great time. but yeah it was yeah. uh just that high energy the positivity that that's really what makes it fun Awesome, awesome. Well, I'm, I'm glad you guys enjoyed it. And uh, once again, we are definitely inviting you back, you guys back. So, um, yeah. So and I, obviously, we haven't upgraded from last year because we're just going to be bringing these mics to this Yeah, day. yeah, right. Yeah. The uh, presentation will still be the same. Yeah. <laughs> but it's the content. Exactly. That's the content. It's all about the content. That's what it's all about. The content. It's kind of like film. You know, you could shoot a movie on your iPhone or you could shoot it on a 35 millimeter. If, it's, if the content's shit, Yep. On your 35 millimeter, and it's a, it's a horrible story, and you don't have any good lighting and no good sound. I mean, what's the Doesn't difference? Doesn't even matter. Well, <laughs> thanks to Nicolas Cage, I yeah. can't watch anything that's made on 8 millimeter. So. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> don't him, forget him. Him and damn Joaquin Phoenix. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. Wow. <laughs> uh, but so just real quick, we'll, we'll come back to the festival in a bit um, or be able to plug whatever. What else have you been working on now? I know you said you've been working with some, some people and uh, doing yeah. things. So, um, so the last time we spoke, um, I'm still working with, uh, occasionally with Bare Knuckle Boxing. Okay. <laughs> so uh, some of those guys, um, they need like promo videos. Um, before they go out on the ring, so my company Big B Studios, uh, we go out and we um, uh, coordinate and shoot the packages for the fighters. Okay, so which is a cool thing that we go out. So 
um, will get contracted by the manager. The manager will say, hey, he has a fight that's going to be against this opponent, blah, blah, blah. The storyline, mm-hmm. we need to, you know, uh, build this out. So in, in, in a retrospect, we, we are basically creating short films for these fighters. Okay. Um, it's hasn't been done too much unless you're like bigger in like UFC or like WWE. Yeah. Um, so this is kind of like a new format for some of these guys. And uh, it's been fun. It's been fun kind of coaching them and kind of writing down a script. Because these guys are not actors. These, yeah. They're yeah. You know, big like fighters and stuff. They just want to punch people. <laughs> but, uh, you know, at the end of the day, um, it's, a cool, it's a cool little thing that we're starting to introduce uh, to the fight world. Yeah. You know, bringing more of a story, having yeah, a nice. storyline to it, and uh, and then it, it works for PR and, and you know and um, get those flashy intros. And yeah, get the flashy <laughs> intros and stuff. So uh, I definitely love working um, with some of those guys, and, and it's been it's been cool. Nice, been really cool. Um, and give one of the movie voiceover guys in the world. In the world. Only one chance to make it. They said he couldn't punch, but he did. Well, he did. Join us for the thrill rides. Movie of the summer. Kick puncher. Yeah. <laughs> Kick puncher. Oh man! But um, but most recently, something that I'm very excited about, and uh, I see great potential and great um, growth, is I just recently joined a. Um, African American minority um, stunt group okay. called the Nap- Nappy Ninjas, and <laughs> they, ninjas. <laughs> Nappy Ninjas, and uh, we have uh, African American and also uh, Latino uh, descent. And the reason why this group was formed is that the fact when you really think about it, I wanted to ask a question. Um, when you really think about it, is there really a package? Action black uh, black action star. When you think about it, um, uh, off the top of my head, I can't really think of any. Uh, between John Wick three and Aces twelve or Smoking Aces, the mm-hmm. first the name that came to mind was Common, but that's about it. That's about it, right? Mm-hmm. So yeah. when you really think about it, the only breakout black action star. Uh, in my opinion, mm-hmm. uh, I know other people can argue me this, but um, it would be Wesley, Wesley Snipes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The reason why I say there's a difference between being a martial arts star mm-hmm. and an action star. Mm-hmm. Yep. An action star is where you can actually throw him into any scenario, like uh, Sylvester Stallone, mm-hmm. and have him branch out and run a franchise mm-hmm. so so let us uh sylvester uh you have arnold those guys you can actually throw into a movie and do a three series package with them yeah wesley is the only one in my opinion mm-hmm. who's actually been packaged for a film like that yeah. as an action star yeah, blade yeah. Is the only one I can think of. well blade. yeah blade but he also you know kind of the way he was with like Passenger 57. Passenger 57, mm-hmm. yep. Uh, what was it? Well, uh, American, American Marshals. Yep, is, uh, yep. Well, his character Demolition Man. Yeah, yeah. Character yeah. Demolition was, Man. yeah definitely. Love that movie. He, yep, I, yep. I know he had fun with that Speaking one. of Stallone as well. You know, yeah, yeah, Stallone. Yeah, exactly, yeah. Yeah. So when you think about those movies, this is a this is an actor that you can throw in and he is considered the, the action guy. Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. 
there's no other black action stars out there. So this group was created for that reason is to um, help other stuntmen cross over to be packaged mm-hmm. uh, and in the light of, you know, becoming a star. Mm-hmm. Because here's the thing is, is like what I'm finding out is that in the stunt world in general, you can have the guys that can be really, really good fighters, but they suck, you know, mm-hmm. as an actor. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then you have the actors um, that are really, really good. Um, we can't do stage fighting. We can't it. really do stage fighting. Yeah. You know, you got to add a, a double. You know, there's one other person. Uh, there's actually two um, that are coming to mind right now is uh, Michael B. Jordan. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And Chadwick. Bozeman. Yep. Oh, okay. Yeah. R.I.P. Yeah. yeah. And he he was with the role of being Black Panther, and he did a couple <laughs> other films. He was on his way to be a really good yeah. Yeah. action yeah. star, you know. And it's unfortunate that his time, you know, yeah. Yeah, came yeah. to a, a close really early. But yeah, movies yeah. lost a great one. I could yeah. I could also see like especially now with just like how towering he is, and I'm surprised he hasn't been used so many. I think it's probably because of his age, but yeah. Idris Elba. Yeah, you know, I think it's because he's like what, like forty eight? Yeah, he's starting six right now, and then people are like, ah, maybe we, but we can't build like anything off of because they were thinking about using him as the next Bond Bond. uh, guy. That was awesome. But he was like, yeah, he wouldn't fit the build for Mm -hmm. it to be like a eight nine year uh, transition. Yeah, Yeah. exactly. Normally they get him in their like twenties and thirties, exactly. And they last, and if they do come back, it's kind of like. Like Sylvester and all them, like in the Expendables or something. Yep. You know, you guys mm-hmm. got these guys that are now aged, still can do it, but I think you know. his role in Hobbs and Shaw, he pretty much proved that he could still do it. Like he he said it even to me, he's like, I'm black Superman. And yeah, he, yeah. He get that eight back that he has. <laughs> and, and he's incredibly fit too. Yeah. He's a good looking dude. Yeah, and yeah like, exactly. You know, that's another example too. But like you said, his 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 age is what what got him right. You know, so if he would have started getting or or going towards those action films in the beginning mm-hmm. then they would have saw him as a as more of a, a package deal yeah. and it's like mm-hmm. you know what yeah we can build we can build him up as a star yeah and i I, I think uh denzel and this is kind of weird like mm-hmm. because of how old he's been like yeah. he's made that transition now into like action yeah he you know did. he's got the equalizer and, yeah. and um he did this uh i can't remember the name it was the one movie with ryan reynolds where he's like in the the rogue cia agent yeah yeah oh, yeah um, um what is uh, safe house oh yeah safe, safe house, house. Yeah. Yeah. Safe house. Yeah. Yeah. yeah yeah so he's kind of like he's now that like retired spy that if you you, you rub him the wrong way wrong he's going to mess, mess you up. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I was going to say that. He's, he's more like the, the low-key guy. Yeah, yeah. You know, where, like, you know, they don't expect you anything. Off, yeah, you he's know. just going to come in and yeah. roadhouse everything. Right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I love about him with the equalizer. He, like, he times himself he's like, oh man, damn it. <laughs> like, <laughs> make it. It's yeah. five seconds over. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so for me, uh, I feel like my involvement with this group, uh, the Nappy Ninjas, I feel like it's to um, help them because you know what I do for the festival and what I do for my career mm-hmm. uh, whether with you know um, athletes or whatever I help market mm-hmm. so my job is to see the potential of this group and figure out okay how can I connect you through a platform that I'm a- attached to which is the Sunscreen Film Festival mm-hmm. how can I get these guys from what they're doing now to be sought out by agents and say hey okay we can help you out with the craft. Um, I can I can set you up with a coach 
you're good at as a fighter. Mm-hmm. Uh, you you have charisma uh, enough charisma to be an actor. So let me get you the teaching that you actually need. Mm-hmm. So I feel like this is a really good opportunity to not only build up great stars out of this mm-hmm. location, mm-hmm. but to also let Hollywood <laughs> see that hey, you can you can come to us and you can start pulling from this this network, this pool of, of talented people uh, and, and start building up the stars that you're looking for. Because yeah. Yeah, truth be told, <clears throat> they are kind of lacking in that. You know, we don't have, we don't have the stars that we can, I can look and I, I can respect uh, Sylvester because I grew up watching uh, Sylvester. Right. But I, I don't have any one of my own, you know, uh, color to yeah. actually say, man, you know, that's so great. I'm glad he's a he's the action star, hmm. and I feel like it's that time to like really start to groom these guys and get them up the ranks. One hundred percent, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. And so, like, <clears throat> so the like you want to like you said you want to kind of get them you know help them out through platforms. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> so what what do you see as the next step for that group? Like as with you with your portion of what what you're trying to do or what you see their next potential step is. Well, the, the main thing is is getting them to have like breakout groups, and basically just start creating short films, mm-hmm. short films, getting them out to the different festivals, getting them out to different action festival uh, uh, competitions and stuff, and and um, doing things on a on a um, on a weekly okay. or, or a biweekly thing, mm-hmm. where it's just you know going live on training, you yeah. know, mm-hmm. and, and talking about the skill sets that they have, and they're just. You know, um, um, giving little um, uh, nuggets to other, you know, stunt performers and stuff. Because here's the thing is, it's like the way you, I guess, grow or or gain status is teaching people. Mm-hmm. So if you can teach someone else something in the, in the same time frame of you moving up in the ranks, mm-hmm. to me, that's creating value within you. Mm-hmm. You are, you're a valuable player. You know, uh, if people can look to you as a source, of, uh, like as a source um, I, I believe that people can can lean on that mm-hmm. and say, okay, you know what? Um, I can go to Brian because Brian is a part of this group. If I ever need any action guys, I can go to him. You know, and that's the same thing with these guys. If they're looking for other, uh, if if other stunt performers are looking how to get into the field, then this group can kind of be the outlet for them to gain more information. Yeah. Gotcha. So now, uh, are, are they doing anything currently? Like, if they're do, are they doing any kind of snippet flicks, like you know, like short films, or are they putting anything on YouTube? Or yeah, like... that was gonna be my question. So the YouTube page is being developed right now, okay. and they are actually. Uh, I spoke to the the, the team. Um, they're actually going to be doing a little short uh, today at four okay. uh, at, at Tampa. So they're they're getting their crew together. Um, so as soon as I get the page up. Uh, or, or uh, talk to the owner of the page. Uh, I can shoot that over to yeah, you guys. Yeah, but it's go. gonna be it's gonna be the Nappy Ninja uh, YouTube channel, and it's probably gonna be the Nappy Ninja uh, Instagram page. Yep. Okay. Yep. The reason why I was asking that too, also, is like I, in my head, I you know thinking of things. I'm like, it'd be kind of cool as if they did like like a full training or whatever. But even mm. if they took like one portion, whatever that may be, like how to do this type of flip and turn, or I, yeah. I don't know much about the action. Obviously, I'm not an action star. Don't look at me. Um, but you know, whatever maneuver, even if they took like that one minute mm-hmm. and posted like a video of the one minute, and then maybe 
a couple minutes of explanation of how they did that. Yeah. And utilize that as like small little short mm. clips to kind of get your attention. Almost like a teaser trailer in a way. Yeah. Well, but, I heard about the, you said like weekly or bi-weekly <laughs> content pushing out there. And I was like, mm-hmm. that's standard YouTube creator um, deadline timelines. And yeah. it seems like that would be perfect platform for you guys. Yeah. Yeah. I think, I think it'd be great. So, you know, right now it's just getting in there and just finding out uh, what they need and, and hmm. um, see if I can actually just, you know, give my services to them and yeah. help them grow. That's, that's awesome. awesome. Yeah. Well, and that's, and it's kind of good, you know, just like the festival, it's like, oh, it's all about networking and helping each other out. Yeah. Know? I mean, you know, and if, when they start doing this stuff or if they've been doing it, you know, if you ever want to call us up and say, hey, man, do an interview with them, with you there or whatever, and just get them out there, you know, yeah. I mean, they're, they're in our, our range of what we talk about, so. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I think I can uh, um, get the, the, the base of the creator uh, of the group uh, to come out, and we can we can definitely schedule that out. Oh, yeah. He's a very, very awesome guy. Um, his background is uh, Capoeira, which okay. is a Brazilian kind of dance fighting. Okay. Um, and, and his roots are from the islands, so. Okay. You know, so it, it, it fits fits who he is. He kind of reminds me of the guy from uh, um, the Tekken video game. Oh. I can't remember the guy's uh, name on it, but um, his his fighting style is definitely similar to that. Oh, okay. oh nice. Yeah. Nice. Um, now, real quick question. You're also a formerly trained martial artist, correct? Yes, yes, yes. Um, I'm sorry. Could you please re- refresh my memory? I want yeah. to say Kung Fu, but that may be wrong. So, <laughs> so I actually, my background is Brazilian uh, Jiu-Jitsu. Okay. Um, but I have a, um, I guess you could say a karate kickboxing, um, uh, background. Okay. okay. Um, recently I just started taking, uh, Muay Thai kickboxing. Oh, okay. So right now I am learning, um, bo- kickboxing one-on-one, Muay Thai mm-hmm. kickboxing one-on-one and, um, and just learning how to do the standalone striking okay um, before i start integrating my kicks uh and there's multiple levels within more time uh because there's no there's no belts there's there's mm-hmm. all classes um so literally i'm i'm, I'm level one in, in more time so uh but it's similar to to traditional kickboxing okay but there's just a certain um techniques that you 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 do that are a little bit different than mm-hmm. a regular you know uh karate yeah. <laughs> gotcha uh, forgive me if I'm wrong, but back in the day for Muay Thai, the way they used to train was they would like slam their arms and kick trees to create micro fractures. So yeah. when it healed, it would be stronger than steel, yes. like your bones. Yes, that is I'm correct. pretty sure they don't do that anymore. At least no. I hope not. That sounds painful. Um, they don't, but they, there's other methods to actually oh. create that. There's a little bit more safer. Oh, okay. That's um, good. There are a little bit more harder padding mm. to get that same... Like uh, micro fractures? Micro fractures, but... You're not basically. Yeah. You're not breaking <laughs> yeah. your arm on a yeah. tree. <laughs> yeah, and you know what those uh, when you go to Thailand, that that method is still, oh, really? still active. Yeah, oh, it's just some of the schools don't really. Yeah, do it that so way. So here in Florida, your instructor's not go go outside and kick go that tree kick, for yeah. an hour. Yeah, but you are you are uh, required to kick uh, a, a a bag mm-hmm. uh, at a certain amount. Oh really? <laughs> yeah. So you have to, but it's because of repetition, because mm-hmm. repetition uh, equals speed. So mm-hmm. the more you do it, the, the faster, quicker, yeah, faster you become. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, so I've been, I've been learning that. It's been great. Uh, my coach is um, J.R. Ridge, mm-hmm. um, who is also a 
a bronze uh, Olympic um, medalist oh, dang. And, and Muay Thai. Uh, <laughs> so you're and, learning from a really good instructor. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> He's also my best friend, too. So. Oh, that'll do it, too. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, if you ever look up uh, J.R. Ridge, uh, he's a phenomenal coach. Uh, if you ever want any training, um, look up uh, J.R. Ridge uh, one training. Um, and he, he is the guy. He, he's nice. definitely the guy. That's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> I was just, I, I don't know why I was thinking. I was like, it's definitely not the guy from Napoleon Dynamite that was training. The, the, <laughs> oh, yeah. No. <laughs> you know, like, no, it's the guy from Kickboxing. Yeah. yeah. Kick Tree. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yes. That's the guy that, like, the three of us would show up to. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Well, the, I, I do like that scene with John Claude. Like he takes him out trying to get him into the circuit, and he like knows the bar to go to where all the all the fighters go. And there, he gets him wasted, and he basically just lets him take out the entire like middleweight division. He's like, <laughs> "My fighter just come in here wasted, and he he take out your whole troop." <laughs> <laughs> like that's how he got him to fight for the, for the big champ. <laughs> and that's for uh, kickboxer, right? Yeah, mm-hmm. I think uh, um, if I'm not mistaken, I think. Bloodsport. Bloodsport yeah. was my favorite. That's yeah. one I thought with the Kumite. Yeah. yeah. That was the one with Frank Dutz. Yeah. And then yeah. it's quote unquote kind of like may or may not be true. Yeah. <laughs> really? Yeah. Oh, yeah, because they did some background. Apparently, Frank Dukes never left San Francisco when he was based in the military. Yeah. He oh, never geez. went to the China or anything like that. Right. Like, so they just basically just made a story. No, he yeah. told the story, yeah. and they bought it. They like, bought it. No, they did no research on it. It was like, oh, this sounds cool. And Let's moment, go ahead and make this movie. <laughs> the moment someone looks up the record, like, well, there's a lot of inconsistency here. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> but it turned out to be a better movie than his story. It did. It did. Or the true story, yeah, I should did. say. Yeah, it was a great movie. <laughs> I think uh, I think the anniversary is I think I think it was this week. Yeah, um, oh. a YouTube channel on us movie trailers. They just did Bloodsport. Blood Sport. Yeah, yeah, the anniversary. Blood I Sport. saw that. Um, there's a there's a stunt guy that I follow. It's been really big in the industry. Um, I can't think. It's I think it's Mike Mike something. Um, but I follow him on Instagram, and I saw him post about it. So I was like, wow, I can't believe the anniversary is already oh, up on it. Yeah. It's like, Freaking blood sport. Yeah, it hurts the heart for some of us who remember when that came out. Yeah. You know? <laughs> it's like, I know, I, I'm, I'm about to be 31 in April, so like for me, I was. <laughs> oh, you baby. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm just now, uh, uh, I'm a whippersnapper. Single tier. As we slowly decay. <laughs> hey, listen, I it came it came out quick. Oh, I, it does, uh, man. I blinked, I moved out here when I was 19. Um, I've literally been a part of the festival since I was like a kid. Mm-hmm. Uh, volunteered uh, for now eleven years, mm. and uh, you know that's another thing too. That I want to speak about like volunteering. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you, know, <laughs> you need volunteers, yeah. exactly. Yes. Yeah. Well, the thing is, not even just on the volunteer thing, but like the approach about volunteering. Mm-hmm. You know, because a lot of times when you volunteer, you don't get paid. Mm-hmm. Uh, and a lot of times you're you're doing it on the sake of like I want to get out there and I want to network yeah. mm-hmm. you know and the one thing I'm learning about people in general but also the younger crowd the one thing they realize or they don't realize is that oh they get a, a piece of equipment they do an event and then they grab that footage or photos and they think oh I'm a hot shot Mm-hmm. <laughs> so the next year around 
oh, I need you to pay me. Yep. And I'm like, no, that's not how this works. <laughs> you you know what? Uh, you come back or you don't come back yep. <laughs> just for that reason. And like having that mentality is kind of kind of puts a damper on the whole volunteer thing. Yeah. Yeah. Because well, you go because you want to go because you want to network and exactly. you want to meet people. And, and I think that's probably just like a generational thing now is like the young people now think that just because they made it through something, yeah. they're owed something. Like, no. No. <laughs> How the hell you think the rest of us got here? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I ain't get shit. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, you think about it too. You go back to whether it be movies or music or comedy. Like mm-hmm. everybody, the, nobody knows the term anymore. Millennial, a lot of younger kids do yeah. not know the term anymore, paying your dues. Mm-hmm. Yes. You know, yeah. working, working, putting the time in, doing it for nothing, sometimes barely nothing, but most of the time nothing. Yeah. But I, well, let me refer. I hate using the term nothing. I, I'm talking monetarily, maybe yes. nothing, right. but you're gaining knowledge, experience, networks. You know, you're just gaining a lot more. But most people don't realize that because if the money isn't in the pocket, mm-hmm. they they see nothing else. They see There's nothing the, else. That's nowadays. Like back in the day, you know, there was like comedians or actors. You know, they're hustling. They're they're working at the restaurants. You know, serving or bartending or whatever. Doing you know, washing dishes, and then they're they're making those appointments late at night or they're yeah. going up on stage later they're you know fitting in every second that they can to do an audition yeah and you know did a lot of them get you know put down by it yes but those who are now where they're at when you hear those stories like these big hollywood celebrities or any celebrity at all yeah um you know you hear them, they're like hey that was sleeping on this guy's couch or his chair and yeah. you know, eating ramen noodles like i was in college but i i loved what i did and i got to meet a lot of people and i got to hone my craft so I think in terms of now when, when kids say they're not getting anything for it, it's just money, but they're not realizing all the other stuff that they're gaining yeah. from it. And yeah. that's the problem. Yeah. I mean, if we went back to, I think we should bring back an era of paying our dues. Yes. <laughs> I think we definitely need to bring that back. Um, I'm going to bring it back, actually. You yeah. yeah. We're going to start it right now. We're going to start right now. We're going to start right now. Right now. talk to you. Pay your dues. That's pay your dues. It's not even a movie podcast kids. anymore. Just pay your dues. Yeah. And you know what? And that goes, that goes before adults, too, because I've, I've noticed yeah. that, you know, because oh, yeah. it's like they come up and say, oh, well, I have this background and da 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 I'm like, um, so... <laughs> you still have to pay your dues. You have to put in your time, um, and and it can't just be a one trick pony either. No, yep. Yeah, you got to show other things. You got to show if you are compatible to even do this particular job. Mm-hmm. Um, I'd say like a small story is that my very first time um, volunteering for sunscreen, uh, we all came from uh, Tony Armour's uh, class. Yep. He was a teacher at the Art Institute, yep. and that's how he was able to lure lure is in i think i mentioned that the first time i was here but um but here's the other thing too is that i was only designated for like maybe one or two days i actually uh found one of my friends who was a filmmaker and he was actually at the festival and i asked him i was like hey can i go back to my apartment grab some clothes and come back because i realized the value of what was at the festival mm-hmm. and why I needed to continue to volunteer the entire weekend. Yep. So I texted my volunteer uh, director at that time and I was like, Hey, um, is there any more available times? And she was like, yeah, you can, you can continue to sign up. And I stayed the entire weekend. I was there and like to the last day, helping them roll up the red carpet. Oh, and that was my, that was my first impression with Tony armor was yep. like, 
oh wow, this kid stayed like he was only scheduled for two days. He stayed two more days, and actually he's here while everything else is closed. Mm-hmm. He's helping us wrap up the red carpet, and then you pay this <laughs> guy. Yeah, yeah. Eleven, 11 years later, I'm I'm literally one of his right hand people. Yep. Yeah. So but Tony always did that though. From what I knew of him, is he always. He was kind of kept that eye out, that eye and ear out, and he always looked for things. Like he was always willing to help anybody do anything, yeah. as long as I've known him. And but I do know he was always kind of like if he'd be watching. Yeah, he, he would. He would be yeah. watching without you knowing. He's well, watching. yeah, he's he very crafty. Come up, he would come up and say, "Hey, Brian, by the way, if you do a really good job and you help out a lot more, you know, there might be something in it for you yeah. later." Like he wouldn't do that. He, he would wouldn't just be tell kind you. of like that. Mm-hmm. You're rolling up the record. He's like, "Okay, this kid, this kid's got something. He's really willing to put in the time and effort." Yeah. Let's see what let's see what he's got next yeah. year, and then we'll go from there, yeah. and then see. So he always had that way of kind of just. Yeah. Like an eye in the sky or something. And then another thing that's good about him, that he'll give you like a task that he knows is like crazy. He knows that he should be doing it. He'll give you like parameters, right? And then he'll just like, oh, here you go. And then he'll just kind of st- like step back and watch. It's whether you will uh, you will swim or you will sink. <laughs> it's one of those things. And, and, and I proved myself time after time. I was like, I can't. I can't, I can't sink. I gotta swim. I gotta swim. So, you know that's that's definitely uh, another reason. And 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 the whole crew has become more of a family. Yeah. You know, um, because when you work so close with each other, watching these films, talking, and doing Zoom meetings, and going to meetings, mm-hmm. and finding the locations for the party, and it's just like you 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 really start to understand the team that you have. Mm-hmm. And uh, the value of what that person brings. So, you know, very blessed to be a part of the team. Very blessed to have, you know, Tony still lead it. Yep. Um, I don't know if you guys know, but he's no longer the film commissioner. Yeah, I know. Yeah. That's going to be my next question to you. I know he went out to Texas, which, I mean, Texas. sad to see him leave, but I know it was a great opportunity for yeah. him. Uh, but it's I know no-brainer. he still kept his place here. <laughs> oh, yeah. um, and that's what I was going to ask. Is he going to come back for the festival? Oh, yeah, 100%. Okay. This is his baby. He's not... Yeah. He's not going anywhere. Uh, literally, I feel like he's going to be Father Time still yeah. rolling, rolling up red carpets. All right, guys, <laughs> let's put this step and repeat over here. And all right, we got to And you know, he's just he just has a love for this community. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And you know, I, I don't I don't see him leaving anytime soon. Yeah, um, he's actually going to be even more of a an, uh, an investment to the festival nice. due to him not living here in the state. Because now he's just visiting. He's yeah, now here. he's visiting, but also too the people that he's meeting, he can also talk about. Hey, I have a festival down in Florida, mm-hmm. and um, we're already doing business here in Texas or wherever he's at. He can also bring in more. Guest speakers now, yeah. yeah, because he is on the outside and nice. networking more, so that's actually nice. a bigger benefit. Yeah. Are absolutely. you guys working with the new film commissioner? Um, with the festival? I have not met the new uh, film commissioner okay. yet, so hopefully soon. Uh, <laughs> we we need to <laughs> we need to meet him or or her, whoever she is, or yeah. they, or you know, yeah. Um, cause, I don't, Tony, have you been in contact with them at all? The new commissioner. So I, I reached out to him just as a kind of like a. A preemptive thing because I knew Tony had left. Yeah. Um. But as for us as a show, and I don't want to bring too much out of this. So kind of like you know, because yeah. nothing's come to anything yet. Yeah. Um. Uh, but I just reached out as movie talks and chill for us and said, hey, uh, just going forward since we've 
we you know still grown slowly but we have grown quite a bit mm-hmm. and you know met you guys met a lot of other people done interviews and i said you know i know the film commission is based with the grants and everything and mm-hmm. doing all the stuff to get locations and so i said to him i just sent an email i said you know here's who we are you know done a couple things uh, but we want to see how podcasts how movie talk show podcasts can possibly partner up with the film commission Whatever that may look like, whether it's, hey, if, if you know a big events or a movie's going to be filmed here, let us also help promote that. And, and vice versa, if maybe we could check out the site or see what the scene is or, you yeah. know, or maybe be part of, like, meeting up with some of the, the film crew and, and, like, pre-production. Just get, like, you know, just interview stuff like that. More of, like, a, again, a, a cohesive or, you know, a, a symbiotic relationship yeah. uh, to where it's promotion on both ends. Yeah. Um, so I know we're supposed to have some kind of meeting after the second week of March or something. Okay. Um, just to kind of just say, hey, this is who we are, you know, what can we do for you type thing. Yeah, yeah. I, like I said, I'll, I'll love to meet whoever the new film commissioner <laughs> is. And, um, yeah, and just kind of like, you know, if they don't know me, introduce myself. Yeah. If yeah. you know me, like high five. Hey, <laughs> congratulations, you know. That's kind of what we're getting to now is like now we're just like we're ready to introduce ourselves to everybody. Yeah. You know, just kind of be again, the the more people you know, you know this. I mean, mm-hmm. the more people you know, the bigger things can get, the more you can promote each other. Yeah. You know, again, help grow with the film festival, you know, get more participants in there, possibly mm-hmm. more volunteers, or you know, yeah. whatever the case may be, um, and just help each other out. I mean, that's what the whole thing's about. So, I mean, we're excited for the rest of this year, next year, and the year mm-hmm. after. Like, we're, I'm looking forward to yeah. everything going forward to, to uh, infinity and beyond. <laughs> yes, yeah. Yeah. exactly. Yeah, it's great. Yep. it's great. Please don't say it's Disney. Yeah, <laughs> 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 they're very litigious. I'm sure that we're not on their radar. No, but I don't yet. want that. Yes. <laughs> When we yeah. are, I don't want them going back through the catalogs like yeah. those sons of bitches. You'll I think notice. I think if you I think if you title yeah. it that phrase, mm-hmm. I think that's when you get a red flag. Yeah, okay. yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. They'll notice us then. We'll just, yeah. Put, yeah. We'll just put in our title: "Don't sue us, Disney." Don't yeah. sue us. Yeah. <laughs> so um, we we do have a little bit of time left, but I want to leave this kind of open. If there's anything else you want to promote or talk about, or if there's any question, other questions you guys had, because mm-hmm. I want to make sure that we have time to do all that. So. Yeah, uh, other than that, um, just come to Sunscreen Film Festival <laughs> so, <laughs> April 27th to uh, April 30th, and we're going to have a good time. Oh, so are the tickets out available now? Yes, or? so ticket sales. Uh, ticket sales are today. Uh, we lo- literally launched them um, this weekend. You can go to uh, suns- uh, sunscreen.com, uh, or you can go to Eventbrite slash uh, Sunscreen Film Festival, and you can purchase your ticket there. Um, there would be a link on the Instagram page mm-hmm. uh, if you're following us on our uh, platforms. And if you want to go to Facebook, um, the link will be posted there as well. Okay. And you're on all platforms, right? Instagram, Twitter, yeah, Facebook, Instagram, all that good yep, stuff. Yep. Nice. And the link will be posted through all, all the platforms there. Awesome, awesome. man. Yeah. I don't have a real question, uh, but I'm just really excited to see what Nappy Ninja can do. Like, I'm, yeah. I'm looking forward yeah. to that oh, YouTube yeah. channel. Me too. Me too. I'm I'm really excited. Um, I feel like this is a, a refreshing thing mm-hmm. um, that can be presented towards the industry. And I, I know once we can get it, you know, nicely uh, packaged and polished, um, I think it can be something um, that can explode to something really great. So yeah. I'm, I'm excited. Yeah, me too. Nice. The way the way you're describing, I'm, I'm I'll be one of your first subscribers. Yeah, I want to see yeah. those videos. Yeah, I uh, 
I'm like literally I'll text the, the owner of the of the group. Um, he'll be excited. You know, he was excited that I was even coming here to mention it. Nice. Uh, I told him I was like, hey, thank you guys for giving me this opportunity. Yeah, um, yeah I want to I want to make sure I help you guys get to the next level. Absolutely. Yeah. If you get a request from three nerds. Don't uh, don't worry. Yeah, <laughs> don't worry yeah. about it. It's don't legitimate. Yeah. <laughs> I say he's gonna be following now. Next time we come into this place, he's gonna be padding all over the walls. He's gonna be doing front flips. Yeah, front flips and <laughs> everything. Like, yeah, I I mean, I have yeah. Hi-ya. Yeah. See, I, I'm just gonna bring one of my lightsabers over, and I'm gonna ask him if they can teach me how to use it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I'm go to my mom's place and find my old fencing saber, and then we can go at it. There we go. There we go. Oh yeah. <laughs> Whatever they can't cut, really. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Just stay away from the expensive electronics. It's uh, what was I? How I Met Your Mother is definitely the reason why yeah. <laughs> it should yeah. not be a, a real lightsaber. Yes. I would definitely remove a limb. Oh my god! <laughs> you know there actually is a they someone made a real like. Yes, it's like a plasma beam. Yeah, that can like melt right. The he had a, going right through steel. Yeah, it yeah, almost looks was... like a like a big like a mini blowtorch. Right. Yeah. 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 That's the same guy that I was talking about. Yeah, he that made the Iron Man he, suit? He does. Well, not the Iron Man suit, okay. but he does a bunch of other stuff. Like, he makes things for, like, crawling walls. He, like, mm-hmm. he builds up, like, Captain America's shield that can actually bounce and reflect and wow. get magnetic, go back onto his arm. Uh, web shooters. Uh, yeah, this wow. guy's, like, one of the, like, if you want to call, like, I hate the term nerd, but if you want to call, like, a nerd's nerd, that's yeah, your he's, guy. He's, but he's really cool he's, guy. Though. He's like the movie MacGyver. Yeah. yeah <laughs> like, well, he probably has an engineering degree from MIT. Yeah. Oh, yeah, easily. <laughs> there was one where he did, he found this material, these, like, uh, beads that are magnetic, mm-hmm. and he was able to make, like, a, a, a partial suit that's on his arm and hand, and he found this black uh, liquid material mm. that is magnetic. So what he did is... He puts his hand in it, and it starts growing up his arm like like venom. Like venom. So he mm-hmm. made a whole suit where he sticks his arm in this black goo, and you watch this whole thing start form all around him. Yes, yeah, just shoots up I, his body. Yeah. Oh my god, it, it's weird. It, at the same what? time, you're like, oh, that's awesome and kind of creepy. Yeah. <laughs> he said, but with the stuff that gets on his skin, he's like, it's extremely hard to get off. But, <laughs> it, but this is the guy that does all that stuff. I have to find his name and, and send it to you. It's yeah, really yeah, cool to watch because he does. He tells you uh, he goes through everything of how he does it like mm-hmm. he'll go through building and testing the craziest one i saw i gotta admit but i'll just tell you this real quick is uh you know yondu from guardians of the galaxy yes who had that whistle uh-huh so this guy actually designed a thing where he put almost like uh uh what do you call it uh like not hovercraft things drone but like drone, drone type wings. things and figured out many fans and drones yeah. But he hooked it up to, uh, he programmed it to where it activates and moves by his tone of his whistle. Wow. Just like him. So he's actually just whistling, and this thing's going back and forth, right or left. And I mean... People are awesome. This, right? is, a guy who, this is a guy who's got to have like money from family because yeah, of the has amount to. of time... Trust or, my baby. Yeah. Or, or he's just... Well, he's got to be YouTube. making. He's got to be making money now. Yeah, to, to be probably able to... making so much money from that now. Yeah, that he's yeah. probably funding it. But no, check. I'll, I'll send the, the link to him if I'll find out his name because I know I have him saved in my computer somewhere. Yeah, but... I'd definitely love to check it out. Yeah, but, him, yeah, him with the Captain America shield was really cool because he's like in an abandoned like parking lot and he's throwing it like off of three corners of the building and it's coming right back to him. Like, mm. Yeah, but he had a couple of them like where he didn't get the throw right. And it like goes past. It's like, oh, oh no! <laughs> He's like chasing it down. <laughs> oh wow! Yeah, he puts outtakes on there too. <laughs> That's pretty good. Cool. Yes, he does. The, the failures. The yeah, the failures. Those are the funniest. <laughs> oh man! But that is about all the time we have. Um, 
Big B, thank you so much for joining us again. Uh, everybody remember Sunscreen Film Festival, August or April. April? April. April 27th through the 30th. Yes. April uh, 27th <laughs> through the 30th. Uh, coming up shortly. Uh, if anybody wants to volunteer, check out the website. Ticket sales are on sale now. Uh, Nappy Ninjas are going to be coming up. Available yes. to see on YouTube. Make sure you check them out. And again, always fun time. Man. Always Just like a great us. time. Uh, yeah. We'll have to have you back again. Oh, yeah. We'll yeah. definitely be seeing you soon. Yes. Um, but until next time for Movie Talks and Chill, we're your hosts. I'm Tony Serrato. I'm Gavin Buzz. I'm Patrick Wall. And our special guest. Big B. <laughs> All right, guys, oh, wait, before you hit stop. Oh, okay. Natty Light came out in 1977. Oh, wow. There it is. <laughs> All right, guys, there it is. Take care. Don't forget, guys, you can visit us at our website, movietalksandchill.com. Email us at talktous at movietalksandchill.com or find us on our YouTube channel. Uh, you can also follow us on social media on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Movie Talks and Chill. You can listen to us on Spotify, Anchor, Google Podcasts, Breaker. Pocket Cast, Radio Public, coming soon to Apple Podcasts, CastBox, and Overcast. New episodes available every Wednesday. Talk to you then. Theme music for our podcast was composed, arranged, and performed by Paul the Rock. <laughs>